so often we find ourselves running on autopilot, repeatedly tackling the same old things on our to-do lists without stopping to check in and see if the ways that we've been committing our time still aligns with our current bandwidth, goals, and desires. For many of us, we've been on autopilot for months, sometimes even years, and when that happens, we can find ourselves so bogged down that we're not quite sure how to get unstuck from all of the commitments weighing us down. If you can relate to that, it's time to do a life audit. Whether we need a big overhaul or just a little bit of an update to our old software to ensure that we are operating efficiently but also intentionally, this practice is going to help you get more aligned with the life that you want to be living. Welcome to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm Jenny Rose, your average 30-something millennial who spent years following the conventional roadmap to success until one day I looked around and realized I was burnt out, uninspired, and living a life that was out of alignment with my dreams and desires. So I threw away the old roadmap and now I'm following my own inner compass as I create a life that leaves me feeling lit up as fuck. I started this podcast because I know that I'm not the only one who did all the right things yet ended up feeling trapped in a life meant for someone else. So if you're feeling stuck, consider this your permission slip to throw out the old roadmap, tune into your inner compass, and create your unique version of happiness, even if it doesn't make sense to those around you. Join me here each week for a dose of inspiration, encouragement, practical advice, and honest conversations with others on a similar journey. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm your host, Jenny Rose, and whether you are a new or a returning listener, I am so, so excited to have you here with me today for another Quickie Attunement Tuesday episode. Before we jump in, I want to take a moment to wish a happy Independence Day to any of my fellow Americans that might be celebrating the 4th of July today. I hope you're having a fun and relaxing day, celebrating however you choose, maybe with some hot dogs and some burgers. Weather is honestly pretty gross in the Boston area today, so it's not really cookout weather. So it might end up being a chill games and reading kind of day inside with my husband and my two cats, but that is okay too. As always, my intention with these Quickie Tuesday episodes is to give you an opportunity to check in with yourself and to align with your highest self's goals and desires. Some weeks I will be guiding you through practices to help you move the needle in creating a life that lights you up. And other weeks will feature stories or little pep talks to give you a dose of inspiration. But my goal with these quickie episodes is always to squeeze as much value as possible into a neat little package. Because if you're anything like me, you are busy, but you don't want to let that get in the way of your personal dreams and goals. This week, I'm going to be guiding you through a life audit practice that you can use whenever you are feeling overwhelmed or spread too thin or just when you feel like you don't have enough time or energy to do the things that really matter to you. So often, we find ourselves running on autopilot, repeatedly tackling the same old things on our to-do lists without stopping to check in and see if the ways that we've been committing our time still aligns with our current bandwidth, goals, and desires. For many of us, we've been on autopilot for months, sometimes even years, and when that happens, we can find ourselves so bogged down that we're not quite sure how to get unstuck from all of the commitments weighing us down. If you can relate to that, it's time to do a life audit. 
whether we need a big overhaul or just a little bit of an update to our old software to ensure that we are operating efficiently but also intentionally, this practice is going to help you get more aligned with the life that you want to be living. So grab a pen and a journal or a piece of paper because in today's life audit exercise, I'm going to help you take stock of all of the commitments currently draining your energy and weighing on your headspace, identify the ones that are requiring your examination, and create a course of action for shifting these commitments in a way that brings more space and ease into your life. Let's dive in. The first thing we're going to do is create four columns at the top of our page. Let's label the first column commitments, the second column time, third column excitement, and the fourth column importance. In the first column, you're going to write down all of the different commitments currently on your plate. For the sake of today's episode, we're going to approach this as a life audit for broad application, but you could always do this for a particular area of your life, such as your job or family commitments, if you know that there is a specific area that you'd like to focus on. But for the sake of the life audit, this column could contain things like your job, go to the gym, study your online course, volunteer at your kid's school, walk the dog, weekly dinner with your best friend, do the grocery shopping, etc. I encourage you to get really granular here so you can get some true insight into the many things that are requiring your time, energy, or effort in some way. Make sure that you include the things that are weighing on your headspace because mental labor and energy can be just as or even more draining than the more physical responsibilities on your plate. Feel free to pause here if you want to take time to create your full list and then come back when you're ready. Next, we're going to fill in the second column, time. In this column, I want you to take notes about how much time you're spending on a consistent basis doing each commitment. I personally like to take stock of this on a weekly basis, but if you want to narrow or broaden the scope to be daily or monthly, then do whatever works for you. It's also okay if this column isn't 100% accurate. Feel free to just ballpark the numbers. This column doesn't need to be exact, but it is important because I want you to recognize the true cost of each commitment. Once you've completed the second column, let's move on to the third, which is our excitement column. In this column, I want you to rate each commitment on a scale of zero to three. A rating of zero means that you don't feel excited at all when you see this commitment on your calendar. A one means that you feel a little excitement towards it. A two means you feel a moderate level of excitement toward it. And a three means that you feel very excited when you see this commitment on your calendar. Once you've completed the excitement column, let's move on to the final column, which we labeled importance. We are going to use the same rating scale here that we did in the previous column. A rating of zero means that the commitment is not important at all. A one means that the commitment is a little important. A two means that it is moderately important. And a three means that it is very important. Before you go through and assign an important score to each commitment, I want you to try to take a step back and be objective here. In my experience, we can often overinflate the importance of things that we feel personally responsible for. But if everything is important, then nothing is actually important because you're prioritizing everything equally, which is unrealistic. So try to be as objective as you can while you are assigning ratings to this column. Once you've finished filling out the fourth column, we are going to go through and we're going to add the two numbers from our excitement rating column and the importance rating column for each commitment. Work your way down the list and take a moment to notice which commitments received a higher total score. 
These are the commitments that are likely to be either really exciting, really important, or a combination of both really exciting and really important to you. Take a moment to notice if anything there was surprising to you. These are going to be the things that we want to prioritize in our life. Now, draw your attention to the commitments that had lower combined scores. These are going to be the things that are either not at all exciting to you, not very important to you, or some combination of not very exciting and not very important. I want you to select anywhere from one to three of your lower rated commitments, and we'll move on to the next part of the audit where we examine them and identify some shifts that we can make to free up time and energy in our life. I recommend choosing one to three of them because we don't want to overwhelm ourselves with trying to change too many things at once. Feel free to hold onto this list if you did have a lot of lower ranking commitments. You can always make changes to the three or less that we're selecting today and then choose to tackle the others at a later time once we've been able to make some shifts around the commitments that we are focusing on changing today. So once you've selected your three or fewer commitments, let's flip to another page. This is where we are going to write down the three or fewer commitments that you want to examine and potentially shift. We're going to journal a handful of questions for each of these commitments to help you hone in on how you're really feeling about each one, identify any stories that might be holding you back from making changes in that area, and set some intentions for changing them in whatever way is going to be most supportive and freeing for you. When you're ready, let's dive into the questions. Question number one. What words and feelings come to mind when you think about this commitment? Write as many words or feelings that come to mind. Some examples could be dread, joy, exhaustion, expansion, overwhelm, enjoyment, etc. Once you've written down all of your words, take a moment to notice if these words and feelings lean more positive or more negative. We want to use this question to help you uncover what emotions are underlying the commitment. Our emotions are signposts that help to show us whether we are or are not living in alignment with our own truth. So take time to write down all these words. Question number two. What resistance do you feel around making changes to this commitment? What are the stories that you're telling yourself that could be limiting your ability to act? Identify these and then ask yourself if these stories are even true. Sometimes we don't realize that our subconscious is creating resistance for us, and this question will help you bring some of those shadows into the light so that you can examine consciously whether or not these perceived limitations are actually true. Question number three What possibilities would exist for you instead if this commitment was no longer yours or you were able to reduce its impact on you? What would you have more space for in your life? Use this question to explore the benefits of making a shift. Maybe this would create more bandwidth for one of the other higher priority commitments on your list, or maybe it would make more room for you to focus on a creative hobby, or perhaps this would give you an opportunity to invite some much needed rest into your life, because don't forget that rest is just as important and as productive as anything else that you do. Question number four. What steps can you take to either remove this commitment entirely or to lessen its impact on you? These steps could look like asking a coworker to take it off your plate, hiring extra support, or even quitting. Use this question to identify a course of action for how you would like to shift this commitment from a place of struggle to a place of more ease. 
Question number five. When are you willing to make this shift happen? By assigning a timeline to a decision, it makes it feel more real and helps your mind get on board with taking that action. Consider writing this date down on your calendar or on a sticky note that you put somewhere that you'll see it every day to really solidify this timeline in your mind. Those are the five questions. So you want to make sure that you take the time to go through each of the one to three commitments that you've identified and answer the questions for each of them. If you're struggling with this or you're hitting any kind of resistance, I want to share a quick story with you about a recent shift that I chose to make when doing my own life audit. I've been an avid yoga practitioner for almost seven years now, and almost five years ago, I did my yoga teacher training. Since then, I've taught yoga on and off with a break during COVID, but recently I've been teaching only like an hour a week, but I was experiencing this feeling of exhaustion around it. Even though I love my students and I enjoy teaching, it just wasn't lighting me up for the past few months. And when I recognized this, I felt a lot of resistance around making a shift. I had a lot of stories that I was telling myself around who I was going to disappoint and how I should just suck it up because it's only an hour a week and so on. But when I did this live audit exercise, I realized that my excitement level was low and also the importance level just wasn't very high. So I made the decision to take a hiatus from teaching for now, and that feels really good and really freeing for me. It's creating more opportunity for rest and relaxation in the evening and more quality time with my husband, which is a really high priority for me. In the grand scheme of things, it was a small shift, but for me, it's had a big payoff. So don't be afraid to cut things off that aren't lighting you up. When you take the time to examine your commitments, you come to realize that every choice you make on how to spend your time is either supporting you or sabotaging you long term. So make as many choices as possible that are going to be supportive to you and you will almost instantly feel a major positive shift in your life and energy. Okay, my friends, that is all that I have to share with you today. I will be back on Friday with a very special guest interview with Kim Tasker, the somatic dietitian who's going to talk to us about how she used intuitive eating and the gene keys to make a major positive shift in her relationship with her body and food. That interview is so juicy. It's full of insights about how our emotional, spiritual, and psychological states can impact our relationship with our body and food. It is a must listen for anyone who grew up influenced by diet culture, which to be fair is probably almost all of us. So keep an eye out for that. I hope today's episode brought you value and I want to remind you that you don't need to do it all or be it all. I hope that this episode encourages you to give yourself permission to remove the things from your life that are no longer lighting you up so that you can create more space and energy for the things that do. I'm wishing you all a wonderful week and I can't wait to hang with you again this Friday when the next episode drops. Love you. Bye. If today's episode lit you up in any way, please consider sharing it with a friend or loved one you feel would benefit. If you want to continue the conversation on today's topic, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at litup underscore AF. Lastly, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review for the podcast to help it reach more listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found value in today's episode. I'll be back next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you.